0: hello and welcome to another edition of beer breath podcast it is with great sorrow that i sit before you here today and have to do this episode um it is myself and philip back on the cast for the appearance although i'm pretty sure he's just here so i don't oust myself uh on this so um I guess this is kind of an emergency episode. Uh, Coach Snyder has retired, and we have just recently filled the vacancy uh, about an hour ago from when we are currently filming this with Chris Kleiman from North Dakota State. So we're going to talk about that hire um, and how we feel. I I would imagine that I'm probably going to be doing the majority of the talking. Yep. So um we'll do just kind of some initial reactions and the rational response and then my response, which is probably a little bit irrational, um, and talk about some of the other things around it which really have some question marks. So um so yeah, Coach Kleiman from North Dakota State uh was recently hired um to succeed the legendary but retired Hall of Fame coach, Bill Snyder, at Kansas State University. Um, cannot say that I'm thrilled about the hire. Um, and that's putting it very nicely. I am actually ridiculously upset about the hire. Um it's hard to put into words what I what I really think uh, about it and, and do it in a nice way. So um, I think the rational... L- let's just go over his coaching record um, really quick. So he started coaching. Uh, he played at Northern Iowa in the 80s. Um, started coaching at Northern Iowa as a defensive back coach in 91. Was there for two years. Went on to uh, Western Illinois where he was there for two years. Um, KU. KU. In 1997, um, when they were a powerhouse, he was a DB coach. Uh, Missouri State DB coach. Um, spent two years um, at Loris as a defensive <clears throat> coordinator where he got his first gig in 2005 after two years of being a defensive coordinator. Um, if you're not familiar with Loris, then culture yourself. Um, it is a Division III university um, somewhere i am not really familiar with where um they don't have a Wikipedia page, so uh oh yeah they do actually loris college um but I'm not gonna click on it anyways he was uh coach there for a year he was three and seven um at loris duhawks uh at Loras college duhawks uh before stepping down to receive a defensive back position uh or defensive back position coach at northern Iowa went to North Dakota State after, after four years, four or five years, um, then moved uh, from the defensive back coach there to the defensive coordinator and eventually became their head coach in 2014. Um, North Dakota State was, of course, a powerhouse, uh, has been a powerhouse throughout his tenure there. Um, credit where credit's due. When he, um, since he's been a head coach at North Dakota State, his overall record is 67 and six. He has three national championships, has made the playoff every year. Um, that includes this year, which uh, will be determined if he will win the national championship. Um, the year that he did not win, they lost in the conference semifinals. That would be 2016.
1: He so, was uh, the head coach when North Dakota State beat us worth it He it?
0: was uh, the defensive coordinator oh. at that time. Um, so, positives about him, I guess, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a good coach. He probably is a fine coach. Right? <clears throat> My high school coach, Stallbommer was a fine football coach. He's not ready to take over the, um, the K-State job. I bet that he would tell you that. And given there's a big difference between high school and the FCS level, but... Um, I would imagine there's still a very significant jump from FCS to FBS. Um, I I don't know what words to say about how you should react to this. He's probably a good coach. It, it's very evident if you watch North Dakota State. They'll probably be on ESPN again this weekend. They're a very disciplined team. They play very hard. Um, it looks like they have some athletes Albeit, you can't really tell because they're playing against fucking Colgate. So, I mean, it's probably literally like a very, very good high school team out there. Maybe worse. Um, it's not. It's it's not good. Um, to me, I I don't know that there's been a coordinator at the FCS level or a coach at the FCS level. That's made an immediate jump to Division I and has been successful. To me, it's an unprecedentedly bad hire. Um, uh, Unprecedentedly unqualified hire, let's say. Verdict's out if it's bad. So the the way that you should probably react to this is, you know what? Not my favorite hire. Uh, But at the same time, he's been a winner throughout his career uh, at North Dakota State. And let's give him a shot. Uh, Maybe he's... Maybe he, he's the next great thing, and he's right under our nose. The overreaction, which is what I, I tend to lean a little bit more towards, is what the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? There have been, out of all of the head coaching jobs this year, last year, the year before, has his name been in any of those hats? No. KU you didn't look at him, and I understand they want to make a splash hire. They've they've done this before, right? They've been they've gone to like the lower level coaches been successful, not FCS, but they've been to the lower uh, level coaches been successful. Uh, I'm like I'm looking at you, Turner Gill, that type of thing, and um, so they probably needed a bigger hire. But like Texas Tech's not going after him, Utah State is not going after him, I'd be okay. Go to Utah State. Go to Utah State and win. And then once we have four or five years, once you have four or five years under your belt, we'll reevaluate. The fact of the matter is, the only reason his name is in this hat is because of the athletic director, Jane Taylor. And I don't know if you listeners remember, um, a couple years ago, um, last year? Two years ago? Two years ago, I think. Tennessee had fired their football coach, and there was a big uprising because they wanted to hire Greg Shiana, which is probably not the correct way to go about it, a big uprising. But they have more famous alumni there at Tennessee, so they speak pretty loud, big old donors. But um, I can't imagine donors are happy with this one either. I certainly, for a fact, know that the fans are not happy with this. He's not in any of the other coaching circles. The only reason that he is in this position and in the talk to get this job, and now I can't even say the words, has become the head coach of Kansas State University and followed a Hall of Fame coach is because of the athletic director who is buddy-buddy with him from his time at North Dakota State. So let that sink in kansas state a school that could use some juice right now in the program hired a coach because he's friends with the athletic director <clears throat> so then let's go to the coaching search as a whole and the the emotions that we've been with been through the past two and a half weeks two and a, it seems like two and a half months two and a half weeks ago coach snyder was our coach And we were on the show calling for him to not be the coach anymore. And that strung out for a week. Other schools had fired their coach and hired someone else. That had strung out. And we finally got to a point where he did resign. So step one. Talk for Seth was hot and heavy. We heard it here on the podcast. It was a a Seth there was mayhem there for a while and we were expected to sign him as a coach last Friday and you wake up and get your first cup of coffee at work and he tweets out that he's staying at North Dakota State or some recruiting BS and that negotiations fell through and that's when you started to think this is it's gonna like this is very real like this could really happen and then, of course, it's him now um, after two and a half weeks. So not only did we dick around, there was very little transparency into the process as a whole. Um, we passed up the likes of, well, I say passed up, you'll never know, right? That's, and that's the shitty thing about all of this. You'll never know what happened. You'll never know what happened in the Latrell deal. You can speculate, but we didn't hire Latrell. We didn't hire Mike Norvell from Memphis, a, a good recruiter. A guy who um, is a high-paid uh, Group 5 coach at Memphis. Um, has had some good teams, some great offenses, some horrible defenses, but par for the course in the Big 12. We, ha- we passed on Neil Brown. Neil Brown is um, an offensive mind from the um, Todd Graham coaching tree, uh, former coach at Arizona State, now coaches at Troy. Notable wins over LSU and... Um, nebraska this year always has his team ready to play a uh, decent recruiter at kentucky and some other places that he's been average for sunbelt or whatever conference he's in right now we passed on latrell a hot name uh we passed on jim levitt who um was probably the next worst hire but still a million times better than this one um and really wanted to be here and uh Ricky Ronnie was in the conversation for a while and some other people so I don't know it's 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 hard to believe that we got here I I think the the part that baffles me the most is the gene stuff
1: was was this genes guy all along Is there not is there not somebody there's got to be more than one people thinking on that this option is weighing on? There's got to be somebody telling Gene, hey, do you think this is the best? Do you think this is the best you could do? Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately, I think that voice is Coach Snyder. And he's
0: probably saying this is the type of guy we want. Like, I don't think it was about that. I think it's about we it was almost like we sought him out. The more of this stuff that circulates, it makes me wonder, was Gene were we ever really that close to Latrell? I think we were. But were we married to him like everybody thought? Or was that just a whole charade to make it look like oh we went and got these guys and and then climbing's the best we can do? I don't know. If there's a whole bunch of reports about how, you know, coach says Coach has his thumb on the program still If that is the case, then Gene Taylor needs to grow a pair of freaking nuts. I understand it's in his contract that he has a, quote, appropriate amount or whatever of influence. That's fine. You get to define appropriate. You're the athletic director now. If he wanted to be athletic director, he could be athletic director. He could apply for that job. He's an ambassador of the university. He doesn't get to decide the next coach. He doesn't get to decide the next coach, and it seems like he did. Because you have all of these other coaches that would be great, seemingly great hires. I don't know about great fits, but they would be good hires. And we have to keep our assistants? Or we won't let a coach bring in all of their assistants? Now, I I mean, I would agree to some degree that it's probably not in K-State's best interest if Seth Latrell brings all of his coaching staff from Conference USA and they get paid as much or more than the current assistants because they haven't won the conference championship there. What makes it seem like they're going to be all of a sudden great big 12 assistants? That doesn't necessarily make sense. But at the same time, if you trust the head coach, then trust the head coach. You think he's going to be better with his guys or with guys that he's forced to have? I think at the end of the day, it was—it seemed like anyways, these people are in place to some degree. They need to stay in place. If you can't deal with that, then I don't know that this is going to work out. And he said, okay, fuck you. I would have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing. Why would you not do the same thing? Yeah. Coach... I love Coach. He had a great program run. We, we've talked about all of the thank you, Coach Snyder, things that we did on, on a previous episode. If he's got a sum on the program, that's messed up. That's messed up. Why Why? Why would we trust him to, to be able to make a decision like this but not to coach a football team? All of a sudden, we trust it, his opinion more on this. We think that he knows what's best for the program more on this after we forced him out as head coach, and I'm not saying that was a that was a wrong decision, it was the right decision. But go get someone. If Venables isn't ready to come here and it sounds like he wasn't, that's fine. But then you gotta you gotta pick your guy and and go after him. And your guy better not be some fucking FCS coach at some North Dakota school. That can't be your guy. And this all goes all the way back to the. This goes all the way back to um, when we hired him. We had Laird Veach as an associate AD, who would have been a great athletic director here. Kirby, who is at Texas Tech, used to play here. He was teammates, roommates with Brent Venables. What are we doing? Didn't go after him. I don't instead we we had this committee of people former players and I don't even know who else who decided on this this nice guy from North Dakota State. what did you think he was gonna do? He didn't have any connections because he was at Iowa he's got connections because he was a an associate ad at Iowa he doesn't have any connections here. He doesn't have any connections anywhere. He he's been in North Dakota State. It's not we put ourselves in this position by making a small time hire. Which brings me to my next point. And I'm gonna go back here in just a second because there's a major, 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 probably the biggest part of this whole hire that I'm forgetting. So don't let me forget that, Philip. Mm. But we put ourselves in this position by being a small school. You know, we always, Ku fans. If Trey were here, he would razz us about this. The little brother talk. He doesn't specifically say it necessarily, or at least not to our face. But there's a little, there's a lot of talk about, you know, K State being the little brother. Yeah, we are. We are. We 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 like to think that we're not, and a lot of times it doesn't feel like we are. But then we always get in the, our way. We get in our own way with stupid shit like this. Where you can't get out of your own way You don't want to take the next step into being good You just want to Keep it The family family atmosphere All that And the family atmosphere is great Let's not
1: discount that You can be good at football
0: and still have a family atmosphere
1: You can still kick the shit out of people And be a family Right I want to kick the shit out of people well, we're not going to No you want to be moving forward i feel like we're we're fine with settling with being con- fuck i don't we're
0: know we're okay with being mediocre yeah we are okay with being mediocre as long as we don't we don't bend the rules as long as we don't take too much risk or if it's risk it's it's just the smallest amount not even a calculated risk but just a minimal risk we don't want any juice into our program We wouldn't want the potential black eye on the program. And like that is the most rational part about it. Like you may not want a guy that comes in is just like, hey, a cheater or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that's fine. I guess. We can't get out of our own way. We made a small time hire athletic director when we had some guys that knew some guys. And we didn't go fucking get them. There were people on the table that were seemingly willing to come here, and we didn't go get them. We made a small-time hire because we are a small-time school, and we're always going to be that way. We're going to be stuck in this purgatory of being terrible and small-minded and weak in a little school that can't get anybody better than an FCS fucking coach who's going to recruit two and three star guys from the north we are going to be the whitest team in america and i don't mean that derogatory or racist i mean i'm white so i don't know how you could take it that way but i'm not saying that white people can't be good athletes they absolutely can i'm saying the lamest school how are you going to have how is chris Kleiman going to walk into the hood and say hey come to kansas state oh where were you before oh loris the fuck is that? Oh, it's just some D3 school in some state that I've never heard of. I was three and seven there. But I did coach at KU for a year in 97. Don't know if you remember, but the school that I'm up at now, they were up by like 50 at halftime against us that year. I was a defensive coordinator. Oh, is that your only experience? Yeah. But those FCS national championships, you want to see my ring case? Mm hmm. Yep. My Irene case from North Dakota State's pretty good. I've only lost six games there. The teams that we play out, play on against every week, those are the teams that you guys play at at the beginning of the year. Hang seventy-five on. You call them tune-up games. You have to pay them to come play you. You have to pay them to come play you because they're so bad. And so small in FCS schools. Let that sink in. He's coming from a school that K State once paid to come play
1: you, albeit we lost. I mean, he, they've played. They've they've, uh, they've played a few Division One teams, have they? And, they play and, one every year, and they've held their ground for they, the most part. That's absolutely correct. But it's
0: fucking different. It's different. Yeah, think about TCU. They've had a couple of good years but they were from. They were the king of their smaller conference mm-hmm. and now are, they're middle of the road, middle of the Big 12. They're at or maybe just a step above K-State. Think of Boise State. Boise State was in the big boy leagues. I actually think, I can't remember what conference they're in now. It, it's still, they're not. Mountain West. Are they still is, in that conference? Either, either way. Same type of thing you have to get up to play one or two games a year That's different than when you have to play yeah, at Oklahoma State yeah. at Oklahoma and then home against Texas you're off week at Iowa State you're off week I have to go play the two top 10 offenses in the country in Baylor and Texas Tech. oh but they're just they're just still you know they're they're five and five. Yeah, they are. I mean they're not they're not great teams, no one's saying that. But they're not fucking Colgate. <laughs> they're not Weber State. They're not Arkansas Tech. That's who we hired is a coach from one of those schools. A coach from a school that teams like us pay half a million or more dollars to come play us. Pretty bad. The other part of this, and I'm going to go back to this, and it's going to really piss me off, is, well, outside of how much we're paying him, guess how much he made at his previous school? At North Dakota State. Coach I, Kleiman I don't doesn't e- just have a
1: good ring to it. I don't even know what a Division One coach would get paid, honestly, to tell you the truth.
0: He got paid it- at North Dakota State $300,000 a year. Guess what he gets paid at K-State? 2.3 million dollars a year. Now I'm not saying that you shouldn't pay the man because if you're a D1 coach, you're still a D1 coach. Just cuz you're you're not experienced doesn't mean you need don't need to make money.
1: But not 2.3 million for 6 D1 years. Coach. 6 years? 6 years. Holy fuck.
0: Guys, we're going to be in we're going to be terrible for 6 We're going to be in a Mountain West conference a conference realignment. Conference realignment's going to happen. And where are people going to look at Kansas State? There's going to be some piss-off team. A team that has a shitty basketball program that can't hang over 50 on Tulsa. Tulsa. And then a coach that hired a
1: coach from a school that people pay to play. Hey, hmm. they got a pretty nice stadium, though. Yeah, sits 12,000 people. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there's high school stadiums in Texas that are bigger than that
1: I'll say in K State Stadium
0: oh yeah well we'll have the best fucking FCS stadium, stadium. in the country
1: uh-huh.
0: maybe that's a way to get on natties. we are such a small minded school we refuse to be good because we're never willing the one time we took a risk outside of Coach Snyder when you had to take a risk or else you're fucked anyways Was like what Bob Huggins? Mm. What did what happened? It fucking worked, and that started our basketball program. And then Bruce ran it in the fucking ground. And then I say that coming off of an elite eight year, let's slow a roll on that. I this is it. I'm going on a tangent here. Let's slow a roll on that though. He had three. He had about three good games, four good games. I mean, <laughs> you got to play a 16 seed in the second round. I mean, that's never happened before. I'm not saying they weren't a good team. And they didn't deserve to be there. But it's different. And this is what exactly what's going to happen with, with the North Dakota State hire. Let's look at our schedule next year. And then I'm going to come back to this thing that's going to make me really pissed off. Actually, let's go to the thing that's going to make me really pissed off. So, the early signing period, uh, the end of that is like middle of December. I think in like 12 days or so. It's finals week this week, right? Yep. So, what do do people do after finals week? They go home, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if you don't have a bowl game. Okay. Well, Coach Kleiman, I can't even say his name hardly. Coach Kleiman is going to continue to coach North Dakota State throughout their FCS playoff run. Which? What the fuck does that mean? Does, how long does that go to? What is? I mean, the, it's over make, a week. Oh, okay. So all the players are going to leave, and have time to think on if they
1: want to transfer. I was, I was about to ask you. So how many players do you think are going to transfer? I mean, some already have.
0: Yeah, we've already lost program players from the program over multiple years. It's not like he's coming from a place. Where if he brings a lot of his guys or recruits, then it'll be like, okay, it's a good shape, yeah, okay. He's come from a fucking FBS, FCS school. I'm not saying they don't have some good guys. They had like Carson Wentz, but you can't point to Carson Wentz and say loaded with talent. Think, yeah. That's like pointing to Kansas State saying, well, they have the longest draft streak in the Big Twelve, loaded with talent. He's going to coach him. So he's not going to even be here. He's not even going to meet the players. The first thing that that coach needed to do was to sit down this week and have a meeting with every fucking player. And call every fucking recruit that we had. And introduce yourself and say, it's time to go win ball games. Like, we're going to get this thing right. Hard to do that when you have another job. Hard to do that when you're hundreds of miles away.
1: Speaking of recruiting, I know that all the coaches are probably recruiting an right are recruiting right now. I've seen stuff on Twitter. When they ask you, They everybody knows Bill's done. So when they go, oh, who's your next? Oh, it's Kleiman, whatever the fuck his name is, his first name. They go, who's that? I don't Like, oh, he's North Dakota State Division Two or whatever the fuck it is. And they'll say, what's that? I say, isn't Les Miles at KU? Yeah,
0: and I'm not saying he's a great hire. He's not. But it's, a, but it's a name. A name. He's known. I bet he knows people. I bet Les Miles has some assistants that he could probably call up. Some guys. Even if people don't like him. He's not there to fucking coach. He's there to court. I mean, he's not there to be like the player development guy. He's there to sit there and hire his assistant coaches, one of which is going to take over after him. And say, okay, it's yours now. You would be a good hire elsewhere. It's your time. And he's going to sit there and coach North Dakota State because what the fuck is that going to do for him? He's got his job. He's going to get his bread.
1: Unfathom- unfathomable. Not to mention, if this happen- if this get- does go south as bad as we think it will... Who the fuck is going to want to come here when it's time to kick his ass out? That's right. You should have somebody What's his
0: buyout going to be like? He's probably got a buyout in his contract. So he's probably got a buyout. It's probably really fucking big. Because if he is good, then you don't want to lose him. So let's say he sucks, though. Let's look at our schedule next year. Nichols State. name sound familiar? They beat KU this year not saying that they're going to bring a lot back have no idea about them they come from one of those schools that you pay to come play you that's one of them Bowling Green (sighs) I would hope that we win that game
1: they've made some crazy upsets before
0: might not win if any uh, if football ops director of football ops has anything to say about it Mr. uh, Colin Sexton I don't know Familiar with K-State. Might have us all scouted out. Again, one of those teams that you probably... Man, I oh, think he they're, coaches they're, there now? Is that what you're saying? No, he's a director of football officer. Oh. Former player here. Spicy Curry, as we call him. I knew that. Hey, they're from a little bit bigger a conference. At Mississippi State. Nope. Not one in that one. Nope. Then we get two weeks off. At Oklahoma State. Nope. Nope. Not winning that one.
1: Baylor at home. Mm. Mm. I mean, fuck, we couldn't even beat him this year. Nope.
0: They are fine. They have a coach that, I mean, I didn't really, he's a good guy, didn't really like to hire, but you know he's got him turned around. They had one win last year, going to a bowl this year. Mm-hmm. or at home against TCU on a Thursday. Mm. Can you get up for the game? Probably not. So right now we're maybe two and four, six games into the year. Oklahoma at home? Not a chance. Nope.
1: At KU? Mm, i not liking the odds, bud. It's
0: not good odds. Again, we barely fucking beat them this year. If yeah, it totally. weren't for a Butterfingers on last possession of the game. And it's it's there next year. Not liking the odds. Not looking good. Puka's out. Maybe that's a positive. <laughs> so let's say somehow we, we miraculously win that one and we've already beat Nickel State Bowling Green and that's we're hoping. So we're 3 and 7. 3 and 5 at that point at Texas? Nope. West Virginia at home? No. Nope. At Texas Tech? I don't think we're going to win a road game next year. <laughs> nope. 3 and 8. And then Iowa State at home. Mm.
1: 3 and 9. Which and everybody's gonna say, Oh, it, it it takes some it takes a few years to get to everybody not everybody, but you, you tend to have that bad year, but I mean, for Christ's sake. You think uh
0: fuck. I mean it's a lot different if he's here right now and he's out on the recruiting trail. Getting stuff Where the done. fuck does he recruit? Who Who does he recruit? He's been at Northern Iowa. He's been in North Dakota State. He has
1: no recruiting ties to fucking anywhere. I was about to say, how do you recruit? When you come to a Division I school after being at three piss-off names nobody knows in North Dakota State? You're going to bring your FCS rings to a recruit
0: that Oklahoma State's at, looking at? Hell no. Can you even go to recruit against like a UCF, someone who's in a group of five conference? How can you recruit against North Dakota State? Can you recruit against North Dakota State if you're at K-State and you're the former HUD coach of them? What's your pitch? You have no upside. There's no upside to it. You're going to sell them on facilities? Everybody's got good facilities. KU's going to build their new facilities. Kansas State is not a an undesirable place to live or go to college. But but there's a lot of other things that could that need to happen if you're a player. You're you're choosing your livelihood. Do you want to play for a coach that brings his FCS rings to your house? And says, Can you touch that? And he said no, because I'm not going to go to fucking FCS school. We pay people like you to come play at our house. He's going to say, well, I we had Carson Wentz once at that school. But he's not actually going to say that because he's fucking coaching his team right now. He's not out on the recruiting trail trying to get people for early signing."
1: Guys, this is a nightmare. How Hire. does that not come up as a red flag for Gene saying, "Hey, yeah, we hired you." Honestly, no, he, you can't. Co- you can't finish coaching. If If you want this job, you have to come now. Or this is or- a this
0: is a Power Five job, a Big Twelve, Big Boy conference, Big Twelve job. You're the head coach now. You leave your other shit behind. Craig Bull did it when he was at Wyoming. He coached you out the playoffs. It's not Wyoming. This isn't Wyoming. This isn't North Dakota State. It's Kansas State. I'm not saying Kansas State is Alabama or Oklahoma or Texas. But we've won a couple conference championships. And we've got amazing facilities. We've had some good teams. Some really good teams. We've had Heisman Trophy finalists. Should have been winners had good wins, we have good fans Kansas State cannot get out of their own way this is like a Bruce Weber higher football version but worse hell Bruce had D D1 experience given he was at Southern Illinois before that so not a whole lot people are infuriated Who is he going to bring with him? His North Dakota State assistants? Or is he going to keep the guys in place? The only one fucking worth keeping right now is Siler. Which would be good. But he's a defensive guy. Climate is a defensive guy. Who are you going to get as your own offensive coordinator? I. I don't know. It's hard for me to sit here and fathom going to games next year. I can't... How can... If you're a donor, how can you donate money? Millions of dollars to a school that just hired Chris Kleiman. Athletic director Gene Taylor should
1: be fired. So there has to be big tonight. Donors. There has to be big donors saying, "I will, I will not donate if this is if he is hired." Doesn't there have to be? There has to be people bitching, do something, some red flag to say this was a bad idea. This is a bad idea. Okay, yeah,
0: you know what it is. F C S. A defensive guy from the FCS. Not even an offensive guy. Because an offensive guy might trickle in and come up with some crazy offense that works. It's fucking defense. If he's that good at defensive coordinating, he'd have a lot better job right now. Because there's a lot of schools that are looking for a defensive coordinator that can learn to stop the spread. Don't get it, man. I do not get it. I do not understand how you can be such a pussy school. It makes such a pussy hire. It doesn't. I can't even. I wonder what the backlash is. Like, are people going to not renew their season tickets? If it was if it was mom and dad's, uh, if mom and dad didn't have tickets that I could use, I wouldn't be renewing mine. Mm-mm. Why would I? We're going to go three and nine next year. Maybe. That's if we went at KU. That's assuming that we went at KU. Not good. In the slightest. Not good. I'm mad. And you know the sad part about all this is all of this goes on Chris Kleiman. All, all of the weight, all of the negative energy that we're feeling right now.
1: Falls on him.
0: It, it falls on him. It's not his fault. He just wants to move up. I'd be happy with it. you kidding me? Dude's getting the best sex of his life tonight. He just got $2 million extra per year. He just got guaranteed $12 million. He just got guaranteed $12 million. Unreal. Unreal. It's not his fault. He is probably a good coach. And I say this. And I hope that somebody in a year from now can point back to us and be like, you got third in the Big 12 or second in the Big 12. Not, you're not going to, but I really hope that you do. Who's his running back going to be? Barnes is fucking leaving. We don't have a running back this year. And he's not going to find one because he's not recruiting. Because he's at his old fucking school. This is unreal. This is squarely on Gene and Coach Snyder. If Coach Snyder has his thumb on the program like it's pretty evident that he does. He
1: cannot do that. He's buried the program. Yeah, that's kinda that's kinda bullshit. He's yeah, don't want to say it but taking it greatest turnaround and it's turning fucking back around.
0: It Yeah. It, it's, you know, if you hire a guy that has other offers and he doesn't work out, it's a lot easier to hire the next guy still because it's like maybe this wasn't good. But if, if climate doesn't work out, which it's looking like he's probably not going to just based on our record and his previous experience and all that type of stuff. I'm not saying he's not a good coach and he's not going to get a lot out of his his players. He probably is. He's going to get a lot out of his walk-on players like we always have. We're not going to have any juice in the program and he's going to have to fucking recruit North Dakota and South Dakota. But if he doesn't do well, if he doesn't have some 9-win seasons, some 10-win seasons, the next guy is going to come in and just all of a sudden want the job? It's going to be just as undesirable as it was in 1988 when Coach was hired. I I cannot believe this. I can't believe that I'm sitting down here in my basement and the team that I root for and care so much about just hired an FCS coach. With no Power 5 experience. At all. From a coordinator level or anything. I'd take David Beatty in a heartbeat. I'd take Cliff in a heartbeat. Guys that just got fired. I'd take David Beatty in a heartbeat over this guy here.
1: Right now. He's done it before. He's he's done it before. He's coaching the... He's coaching the, the big leagues.
0: Yeah. Might not be good. He's probably inheriting more than he did. Not good. Okay.
1: Let's wrap it up. Final thoughts. Go ahead. I saw this on Twitter today. You know, I don't really give a shit who the coach is, as long as we can stop being fucking mediocre. I I am tired of it. Seem. Oh yeah, we won five. You know, we went five hundred. We won a dick hair above five five hundred. No. You I want you want to be in the in the conference championship, Big Twelve championship every fucking year. That should be your goal.
0: That should be your mentality. Yes, it's every team's goal.
1: That should yeah. You know, and all our walk ons and stuff, yeah, it's great, you know, some, some turn out, some don't, but Fuck.
0: you don't shouldn't make a team out of walk ons. No. And we have, and we will continue to probably do so.
1: And it doesn't I don't know. I don't even know what you'd use to get a five star recruit. You couldn't.
0: Well, we won't get five stars. <laughs> well no. I think like four stars is our where we're gonna max out if you could even try to give
1: I don't know. We are probably gonna turn into the laughing stock of the Big Twelve. We're gonna be the next KU. Yeah.
0: I mean we're gonna be the old Kansas State. The the
1: thing that scares me is he doesn't work out and then we just hire somebody else shitty. And then they don't work out. And then we hire somebody else that's shitty, and it, it, it's just going to be a snowball effect of coaches. They're just nobody. You can't. Nobody's good is going to want to come into somebody that somewhere that's terrible.
0: Yeah, I, it's a snowball effect. And That could be a good snowball or bad snowball. Yeah. My final thoughts are: I really hope that he does well. I know that this is not on him. I have seen his teams play. They're very disciplined teams. They try very hard to win. And they do win often. They win natties. But I could not be more upset with Gene Taylor and Coach Snyder. And I think Gene Taylor should be getting a major talking to right now from donors and whoever has the ability to fire him. Because it seems like this was too predictable and too planned from the very beginning. And that's alarming. That's very alarming. So, I guess we'll see how this shakes out. Um, It will probably be frustrating. We won't be talking about Kansas State football for a while. So, enjoy this last little bit while you have it. Uh,
1: Hope it works out. Hope we're wrong.
0: I'd love for you someone to point this out to me when we win the Big 12. But that'll be a while. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Go Cats. Probably the last time I'll ever say that. Rip. Rip.
1: Sports and beer and so much more. Hottest topics on the cutting room. your friends having a blast. Get ready.